For further analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene, I'm joined by Percy Matibula from Essential Capital. Percy, a happy Monday to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, good afternoon, Alitana, and good afternoon to the viewers at home as well. Wonderful, Percy. Uh, first of all, maybe let's reflect on the week ahead, right? Uh, we know uh, that, uh, first of all, China has tried again uh, to stimulate uh, that economy. Keen to get your thoughts on that. I do see Exaro up uh, by more than 2%, wondering if that's what uh, you know investors are reacting to. But also another week of just watching important data coming out of the U.S., yeah, I mean, I think the JSC is obviously trading in the black at midday and trading with very good momentum. Um, and I think, as you just mentioned, I think what the big catalyst is today is that uh, news out of China. Obviously, the country uh, has put in place regulations to try and stem the systematic selling of equities in the country. Um, country also cutting stamp duties on equities. This is the first time they've done this since 2008. Um, this, is to, this is trying to obviously attract back some international capital that has left the Chinese shores of late. Uh, I mean, the equity markets in China are badly lagging the Western um, indices there. I mean, I think that looked at the Shanghai market is down about 9% for 2023. And when you look at the S&P performance, which is up 14%. So it just shows you that obviously a lot of capital is left at the shores of China. And obviously this recovery post uh, the COVID lockdowns is slowing. Um, and obviously the government, they need to obviously show up some more stimulus. Um, and, and I think the markets are expecting the government to go quite aggressively uh, into coming up with that stimulus and obviously trying to support growth in that country. So I think that's why you're seeing markets trading in the green today. Um, and I think we are the beneficiaries. And I think uh, the mining sector uh, locally is a big beneficiary today. Uh, obviously, that index up about 2% as we speak. So I think everyone now anticipating some more stimulus measures coming out of China. And I think that's all positive for the global markets as a whole. And I think that's why you see markets trade with such good momentum today. Another interesting one, uh, Percy, is all that uh, jobs uh, data coming out of the U.S. I think all the job data, uh, uh, indices are coming out this week. Uh, we've got the job openings and labor turnover data, the national employment report, as well as non-farm payrolls. Of course, uh, we know that the symposium is underway and that, you know, at, at Jackson Hole. And I'm just keen to get your thoughts here on what the comprehensive or complete picture around inflation, uh, where labor is concerned at least, is uh, in the United States for now. Yeah, I mean, um, Jerome Powell's uh, speech, I mean, I, I think it was very well anticipated and it came out on Friday, and I think he spoke at about 6 o'clock our time. Um, I think what, on the balance, his speech uh, basically is that the Fed is still quite worried about inflation. Uh, the jobs market uh, in the U.S. remains quite uh, resilient. Uh, growth as well, quite robust. Um, and the Fed is worried about that fact, that the fact that the jobs market is still quite strong and the economy is still quite stringent as well that that will obviously um, start this inflation um, uh, issue again. So what he said was that uh, the Fed is still very concerned about inflation. It's still above the Fed's 2% target. Uh, and the Fed is looking to get this inflation uh, back down to 2%. So um, interest rate hikes going forward might be necessary to get this inflation back down to 2%. So what markets took from that was that obviously we are still expecting some rate hikes from the Federal Reserve in the United States. And I think that's going to come. Um, but markets took it in good stead. I think it didn't give us any big surprises um, at all. But we are expecting the fact that the Fed is still worried about inflation and they still want to get inflation back to 2%. And uh, if we look at the numbers right now, uh, U.S. inflation is sitting at about 3.3%. So there's still a, way, a long way to go. So um, I think markets are now expecting obviously the Fed 
to hike going forward. Uh, but how, by how much, that remains the question. And obviously that is got big implications for us locally here as well, with our sub obviously looking to also match up on uh, match up the, the Fed as well on those rate hikes. So we wait and see. But it uh, seemingly at this moment in time, it looks like the Fed will pause in, in the September meeting. But certainly after that, I think we can expect another rate hike uh, from the Federal Reserve with inflation being the worry at the moment still. Can't believe it, Tracy. Didn't think we'd be speaking about inflation uh, well into 2023 and even uh, possibly into 2024. I came to come home now and look at some company results. Etel Tile, the owner of the likes of CTM and also a manufacturer of, uh, you know, bathroom wear uh, as well as a distributor. Uh, they've uh, had to cut their dividends. Profits are still down. Of course, Percy, that company might not see that, that COVID boom, uh, you know, uh, performance again. But it still has still battled, right, uh, to even normalize to what it could have been uh, pre-COVID-19. Let's just talk about the factors uh, playing into Ital Tile's ability uh, to uh, return more value to its shareholders. Yeah, I think the whole issue, I think, for retail companies globally and maybe locally as well, is the fact that interest rates uh, are where they are. And, um, and interest rates obviously got to these kind of levels very, very quickly. So disposable income for household has dropped quite aggressively in the past 18 months. And so the uh, home improvements uh, that you were looking to do, all that extra disposable income is going towards your interest payments. And I think that's why you're seeing sales drop for companies like Italtal and other retailers in the country uh, as a whole. So, I mean, until you're seeing a stabilization in those interest rates and interest rates start coming uh, lower as well, I think these companies, retail companies, will continue to battle. Um, I think it really is a disposable income kind of story um, everyone's disposable income is quite uh, stretched at this moment in time with interest rates where they are. So I do think that Ital Tal and other retail companies in the country will uh, see some tough times going forward until maybe the mid, mid next year when we start seeing interest rates coming lower and um, consumers start having that extra bit of cash to do those home improvements to buy that, that, that extra fashion as well. So it is going to be a tough 12 months odd for, 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 for Ital Tal. Um, but, I mean, I think um, uh, looking at all the factors, I think it's a decent set of numbers from the company as well today. Wonderful. Uh, let's also look at uh, Advertech. Uh, that's the owner of the likes of Trinity House, Pinnacle, a Crawford School. So all of it's in the private uh, education uh, space. And they've gone on to say that, you know, that's one thing people are not cutting back on. If people can afford or should uh, pay a little bit more money to ensure that their kids are getting a quality education, that is what they'll do. And that all, and all of that is uh, represented in the set of numbers for them, as, uh, as in previous sets of numbers, actually. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think Cure gave us uh, a reading as well. Uh, they gave us their numbers, I think, a month ago. And, and their numbers look similar to Advertex as well. I mean, they're the company, obviously, Advertex saying today enrollments at the institutions up 6% in SA, up 10% in the rest of Africa. That just shows you that, look, I mean, no one is willing to scale back on, on, on quality education. Um, so that's one of the things. I mean, obviously, medical care and education quite key. Uh, in the forefront for, for the SA consumer. So Advertech benefiting from that. Uh, I think that these numbers um, going forward, I think you'll see probably improvements in them um, as um, everyone looks to obviously uh, get their kids into quality, uh, uh, quality institutions um, because obviously it's been an issue every year in South Africa in terms of space 
in terms of getting new entries into the educational system. So parents are looking for other ways, obviously, to get their kids educated. So um, all these private institutions, I think, will benefit from that. And I think you'll see these good set of numbers going forward from Advertech as well and the likes of Cura as well going forward. Awesome. I'm going to get your stock pick in a bit, Percy. But first, let's reflect on some of the counters that have found favor with your industry peers. So the stock pick for today, um, it's uh, probably a, maybe a bit of a controversial one, but we're going with multi-choice. Um, the reason for that is that there's not much one can say positively about multi-choice. It's in the midst of a bit of a storm at the moment. Um, you've, got, you've got challenges in its Nigerian operations through the um, liberalization of the currency and also our concerns around dollar liquidity in Nigeria. You've got a South African consumer that is constrained and also struggling with uh, load shedding. You've, uh, they've also announced that they are making further investments into their Showmax venture or their joint venture with Comcast, which means that there's going to be additional capital outlays. And they also have to take a very significant impairment on their betting, um, well, their, their stake in their betting enterprise called BetKings. So maybe that begs the question, why is this the stock pick? Mm -hmm. Well, the share price has fallen from like 145 Rand in March this year to currently around about 80 Rand or even maybe a little bit lower. Um, and just it's, it's our view that uh, the market is overly looking or overly focusing on short-term earnings um, and, the, and the fact that it also had to spend the dividend to fund the investment in Showmax. But I do think like a few years um, further out, and this is a long-term investment view, that I think there's a, there's a, there are businesses within the multi-choice group that uh, are worth far more than what the market is currently assigning to them. So that would be our stock pick for the day. My pick is NetBank. Oh. Uh, we had some bad results. Well, I mean, negative results, uh, which saw a sell-off. And ultimately, it's really back about half of those losses. Yesterday, we saw that as part of the Rebosis, um, uh, the Rebosis wind-up process, NetBank, of course, being massively exposed, having provision for that, they got around $7 billion for the repossessed assets with another tier of uh, of assets still needing to be repossessed and uh, uh, and sold off. But that recovery is very positive. $7 billion rand is large in their lives. So that uh, eliminates quite a bit of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And we anticipate that given the, the sort of uh, endowment and uh, and base effect, H2 is going to be a much better result. And this currently suppressed share price makes for a nice entry point into the stock at a high yield and an attractive valuation. All right, Percy, Multi-Choice and NetBank, what are your thoughts on those counters? Well, Multi-Choice is not one of my favorites, not one of my favorites. I think the business is ex-growth here in SA. I mean, I think with the take-up of uh, streaming services, international streaming services, the likes of Netflix, uh, Disney+, Plus, uh, Amazon, uh, I think the, the company has battled there in terms of losing market share to those uh, streaming services. So I think the business here in SA is ex-growth. Uh, I think where there is growth is the rest of Africa business. Uh, but the issues there with the currency, issues in the different geographies is, is a problem. So I think that take-up is going to be quite slow. Um, look, I mean, with the stock price having fallen so low, the, um, the, the company now becomes a big takeout target. Um, I, think, I think we're trading at 80 rand a share. Uh, coming from 140 or some somewhere around there. So I think at 80 Rand, it really has become a takeout target. And we know that uh, French company Canal Plus, uh, it's a French media company. They have been increasing their stake in multi-choice quite aggressively. I think they're sitting at about 25%. With the stock price where it is at the moment, I think it could be enticing for Canal Plus to make an offer to multi-choice shareholders to take the business private. I think if you're buying the stock at the moment, I think that's what you're probably buying it for. Fair value on the stock is probably at 130 Rand with uh, it trading at 80 Rand. So there is a bit, 
uh, a bit of leeway there to go from 80 rand to 130. So if I think if you're buying the business at the moment, you're probably buying it for that. Um, NetBank, I mean, I think uh, the credit losses in the vehicle finance business were expected. I think they guided for that. Um, and I think that's behind us now. I think the recovery going forward should be much better as we're saying that we expect interest rates to stabilize in the next 12 months, 12 to 18 months, and probably come lower as well. And I think that um, now that they have provision for those losses in that asset and that vehicle finance business, I think the recovery is going to be um, uh, quite robust. Uh, I do think the SA banking stocks as a whole offer value. I think they've lagged the international peers. So I'll definitely be a buyer of NetBank and the other SA banks as well. So I do agree with that one as well. Fantastic. And what is your stock pick for this Monday afternoon? My stock pick today is Impala, mm-hmm. uh, Impala Platinum. Uh, the stock is down about 53% on the year. I mean, all those issues uh, within the business have been external. I mean, we've been talking about this Chinese recovery that's faltering at the moment and how we need more stimulus. And we do expect, as, as we've been hearing the Chinese government saying that they will uh, inject some more stimulus into the economy to try and support that. And as soon as that happens and um, the, the, that stimulus makes it to the real economy, I expect companies like Impala and like our mining stocks to obviously recover quite aggressively. And with Impala having fallen 53% this year, I think we can definitely see a big recovery in that stock. So uh, my stock pick this week is Impala Platinum. Well, Percy, a pleasure starting the week off with you. Uh, thank you so much for your time, and I know we'll catch up again soon. That was your Midday Markets Update with Percy Matebula from Essential Capital.